Happy Resurrection Day. Welcome to Easter 2023. So glad you're able to be with us. Those who are joining us online, welcome. I want to get right into the message. The message title this morning is True or False? Are you ready? We're going to do a little game. Here we go. In 2008, the Kellogg's Company posted an ad based upon a clinical study that they did that kids who ate a bowl of frosted mini-wheats in the morning had an, an attention span of, of, 20 per, of just about 20% more than kids who didn't eat breakfast. Duh. True or false? It's actually false. Because the study actually showed it was less than 11%, not close to 20%. And actually, they settled on a $4 million agreement and stopped running their ads. Well, let's try another one. Let's go back to 2010. Now, if you start laughing, I know that you probably tried this. Diets are hard, but Sensa's as easy as shake, eat, and lose weight. In one of the largest clinical studies of its kind ever conducted, 1,400 users lost an average of 30 and a half pounds with Sensa. Now it's your turn to join the revolution that's got the whole world shaking. Visit Sensa.com to get your free trial today. Shake, eat, and lose weight. How simple is that? And the philosophy was you shake this powder, which enhanced the aroma and the flavor, which would make you feel full and you would eat less and you would lose weight. True or false? Well, that was false. And the settlement that they paid out was $46.5 million. Well, I have one more of an onlooker who thought he caught a spectacular event taking place in 2014. Got it, bro! What's this guy doing? Mid-sized Nissan Frontier with full-size horsepower and torque. Innovation for doers. Innovation for all. And the Federal Trade Commission made Nissan stop running that ad because it was literally giving a false impression of what that mini uh, pickup could actually do. So that was false. When they investigated the making of that ad, it took several takes, multiple cuts, They actually used a series of cables to pull the truck and special effects to bring out the outcome of that commercial. Ready to play it again? Here we go. The cross is empty, true or false? The tomb is empty, true or false? 
and the grave cloths of Jesus are empty, true or false? Now, what does this have to say? Well, because we live in a world where many of us have been deceived because of false advertisements and deceptive claims and false claims and false promises, especially around election year, how many false promises, we are a little skeptical, a little cynical, a little leery to believe everything we hear. But I want you to know God is different from this world. The world gives us empty promises. But it's God at Easter who took and used the emptiness to bring about his promises. Today I just want to focus on what Jesus did for us as a simple reminder as well as maybe to inform some of you uh, what took place on that first Easter. We're going to focus in on the empty cross, the empty tomb, and the empty burial cloths of Jesus and what promise they give to us on Easter 2023. The empty cross on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. Now, as the women were traveling to the tomb, there outside the city on a hill that the locals called the skull were three crosses. And it was a horrendous reminder of what had taken place a couple days before. Because yesterday was the Sabbath. They were not able to take the crosses down. And as the women went, they probably saw a silhouette of that gruesome event that they remembered. And I want you for a moment to focus in on that center cross. The cross that Jesus hung on. For you. Focus on the top of the cross, the blood stains as a result of the crown of thorns that were placed upon his head and caused him to bleed onto that cross. And then all of a sudden, take your eyes down to the points that stretch out the cross beam, the ends of the cross beams that were stained with blood. As a result of the nails going through his hands. And then look back down at the middle beam. The middle beam that was stained with blood. Because of the back that was bleeding after receiving 39 lashes. And then down a little further on that main beam. Where blood stains where his feet were nailed to that cross. And then a soldier came. To make sure that he was dead. Pierced his side. Causing more blood flow. I want you to look at that stained blood. That cross that was stained with blood for a moment. Reflect upon it. Think about it for a moment. 
And then remember what Hebrews says. Without the shedding of blood, there is the no forgiveness of sins. And as a result of him shedding his blood for you and I, Psalms tells us, as far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And Micah says he has hurled all our iniquities, all of our sins into the depths of the sea where he remembers them no longer. Thank God for an empty cross Thank God for a cross that was stained with blood. Thank God that he hung there for you and I. One who lived a sinless life. One who knew of no sin became sin for you and I. No one else could have done that. Not Moses or Abraham not David or Isaiah, not Buddha or Mohammed could have lived a sinless life. And that's why Acts 4.12 tells us salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name under heaven given to men whereby we must be saved. It's the name of Jesus Christ who saves us from our sins. And today we celebrate an empty cross That gives us the promise of salvation. Forgiveness from our sins. Let's focus now for a moment on the empty tomb. Luke 24 continues and says, When the women got there, they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And when they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them in their fright. The women bowed down with their face to the ground. But the men said to them, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and the third day be raised from the dead. Now, how many times... Did Jesus tell his disciples? How many times did he tell his followers that he would have to die, but three days later, he would be raised? After all, they had seen Jesus bring back to life a little girl, a little boy, And Lazarus. And even though they had observed, the resurrection still just seemed not to be a part of their thinking. I mean, after all, 
how many people who are dead come back to life. They just went with their spices, thinking they were going to anoint that body. When the angel said, He's not here, He is risen. Do you believe that? Do you believe that he has risen? The empty tomb is proof that he has risen. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. If you believe in Jesus Christ, You will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And then he asked Martha this all-important question. Do you believe this? Do you believe it? The empty tomb is proof of his resurrection. And he grants to us eternal life. D.L. Moody once said, someday you're going to read in the paper that D.L. Moody of East Northfield is dead. But don't you believe a word of it, for on that day I am more alive than I have ever been before. In the story of the Jungle Book, cute little illustration of Moli. He asked the animals in the jungle, what's the most feared thing in the jungle? What, what is it that I should be most afraid of? And he was told that when two animals meet on a narrow path, One's going to have to step aside for the other to get through. And they told him, whatever animal doesn't step aside, that's the one to fear. Samoli asked, well, what animal is that? One said, well, it's the elephant. Another one said, it's the lion. But then the wise old owl said, there's only one thing to fear in the jungle that doesn't step aside for anyone, and that's death. Well, I'm here to tell you that someday when I die, Death is going to step aside because of the empty tomb of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because he has risen. He has conquered the grave. And he has risen. And he sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And he has the keys to death, hell, and life. And because of his victorious triumph over the grave, it promises to us. Eternal life where on that day death will step aside for us and we will live forever in eternity. The promise of eternal life 
And then we come to the empty grave cloths of Jesus. The women, they, they ran back to tell the exciting news that the tomb was empty. John and Peter, they have a race to the tomb and John gets there first and standing outside and, and Peter runs in the tomb and sees for himself that what the women were saying, it's true, it's empty. But then he looked at the grave cloths laying there. Now, as we're talking about true and false, let me just say this. Around 2007, on the internet, a story was going around. And it, it talked about from the King James how they laid a napkin over the face of Jesus. A napkin. That's what it says in the King James, a napkin. That was wrapped. Well, the NIV says that was folded. So what people have done is they've taken the King James napkin and they've taken the folded from the NIV and they say that the napkin that was on the face of Jesus was folded up and that is a historical event that's symbolic that when a master leaves the table, uh, he folds his napkin as a sign of coming back. How many of you have ever heard that story? Yeah, and you get all excited. Woohoo! Jesus left this message for us of a folded napkin that he's coming back for us. Well, Jesus is coming back. But actually, that story, if you really think about it, is a story that was made up. Because in 1611, when the King James was going through the translation, a napkin back then was just a piece of material, an absorbent. In fact, even today, I believe, in, in, in Europe and in Australia, you, they have what they call nappies. You know what nappies are? Cloth diapers. It's, it's just a word that is an absorbent towel. And in fact, in the Greek, the word comes from the word sweat. So it, it's thought of it's just like a, a sweat towel that you, you use to wipe the perspiration off your face. It's a cloth. But where it gets a little bit interesting is napkins, really, cloth napkins, as we know them today, didn't really appear in history until about the 1300s. And in Bible days, they didn't even use napkins. They ate with their hands. And when their hands got greasy, they would take pieces of bread to absorb the grease, and then they would cast the crumbs of the greasy bread down on the floor to the dogs. And that word folded is not really a proper translation. It's, it's more wrapped or rolled. But nevertheless, yeah, that's not a true story. It's one that's made up that sounds good to remind us that he's coming back. Well, I don't need a folded napkin to remind me that Jesus is coming back. It says it in his word. So anyway, Peter goes and he sees these strips of burial cloth just lying there as if a body has just been vanished from it. They're, they're just laying there. Not, they're, they're just Like the body has just been exhumed from it, wondering to himself what happened. Now think about this. If someone had stole the body of Jesus 
why unwrap it and leave the burial cloths there? Why not just take the body wrapped? And all of a sudden, the empty burial cloths once again, are a sign to us that nobody stole his body from the grave. He was just, he, he just was, was resurrected and, and he didn't need to be loosened from the burial cloths like Lazarus did. He, he just, and the cloths that were wrapped around just laid there and, and, and that it was a sign that he was alive. And then he appears to Mary Magdalene. And then he appears to the apostles. And then he appears to a five, over 500 at one time. He is alive. And then we read post-resurrection. How he sits down with them. How he walks with them. How he talks with them. And how he eats with them. Post-resurrection showed in his resurrected body that he wants a personal relationship with you and I. The empty clothes to me are a reminder that God wants a personal relationship with you, with me. Fellowship. You see, the cross couldn't hold him. The tomb couldn't contain him. The burial cloths couldn't restrain him. They're empty. And those emptiness gives us the promise that our sins are forgiven. The promise of eternal life. And the promise that he wants a personal relationship with you and me. He is alive. Now sometimes, because of the deception and the false claims in this world, we buy into that old adage, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. And for some, this may sound too good to be true. But let me tell you, it is true. Sometimes people have this view of God that, you know, he, he, he's up there and he's, he's going to strike you with a lightning bolt as soon as you do something bad. Or, or if you don't go to church all the time, the one time you come to church, the, the roof is going to cave in. No. He loves you. And he gave his life for you so that your sins could be forgiven. So that you could have the promise of eternal life. And you could walk with him and talk with him and do life with him here on earth. I close with one more promise. And that promise comes. From Romans 10, 13, anyone, 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 it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what you've done, it doesn't matter where you've come from, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.
sins forgiven, thrown into the depths of the sea, receive the power of resurrection life and the gift of eternal life. My question is, for those who haven't received the promises of God, what are you waiting for? Receive the gift of salvation, the gift of eternal life. Have your sins washed as white as snow. Know on this Easter of 2023 that when you put your head on your pillow tonight, that you have made your peace with God. Let us pray.